0: Your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every
1: day. All right, everybody, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli, with a weekend episode of the Locked On Avalanche Podcast. And... All right, well, Kyle is with me, and uh, he wasn't at his normal Friday slot because I did the uh, crossover with Jay from Locked on Blue Jackets. So we had planned to do this anyway. I told Kyle, well, there's a game on Saturday. Let's, you know, we'll just back back you up a day. But I think if you had been on Friday, uh, uh, as usual, (laughs) I probably would have had you on again tonight. Anyway. Just to calm me down. I, I mean, I'm a pretty calm guy uh, to begin with. But the frustration level is is there, there's no chart to to rate the frustration level right now. But I'll get to you. I got to, you know, open the show, do our normal to do. And uh, thank you for making this your first listen of the day. It is always appreciated even though your frustration level is probably as high as mine and Kyle's uh, and follow the show on social media outlets, LOPN underscore avalanche on Twitter, locked on avalanche on Instagram questions, comments, concerns, opinions, go to locked avalanche at gmail.com and subscribe to the show's YouTube channel over on the YouTube. So <clears throat> yeah, man, abs lose their second in a row to Columbus, the second game in a row that they've blown a third period lead. And We are now into November. So all of that, you know, the season and the season is still young. I'm not whatever. That is what it is. It is It is. 10 games in. I wouldn't have a problem if the abs were not winning games, if they were or if they if they they were losing games in a different fashion, (laughs) if they were losing games that they were they were, you know, you, you watch them and you just felt good about their play and they just had, you know, maybe some bad puck luck or whatever the case may be. Fine, that stuff will even itself out. There's so much wrong with this Avalanche team right now. I don't even know where to start. So that's why I have you on, so I can turn it over to you, (laughs) because that's the easy way out. And you tell me, because I talk about this team every day. uh, You tell me what you're seeing, because there's a lot that I'm seeing.
0: Um, This team is lost. Hmm. They don't know who they are. They don't know who's the hot hand. They don't know how to manage a power play. Even though they changed it up, it's still terrible. Um, I was telling you before we hit the record button, we are no better than Winnipeg last year. All we talk about is how great our goalie is because there's nothing else to talk about. Yeah.
1: Um, But do do you? uh, I mean, do you think this team is? is kind of just skating around, like, you know, just not putting in that extra effort because they just think their talent is going to rise above the opponent. And, and cause it just seems like the, the effort is not there. It's there in spurts and at times, but when you need it to be there, which especially is a third period when you have a lead, you have to know that other team is going to be coming after you with all that they have. And I feel like when the avalanche get in those positions, they just like we're skillful enough that we can, we can adjust to if we get beat by a little bit, we can adjust to that. It's like, no, like, Oh, our goalie's doing, you know, standing on his head tonight. We'll be okay. We just, you know, as long as we're in the general vicinity, we don't have to be, you know, a hundred percent in a passing lane or a shooting lane. As long as we're just into the like stop doing that, like play to your potential all of the time. And that's what they're not doing. That, that is the most frustrating part to me, because when I watch this team, n- I, I, no lead is safe to me right now. And, and it's just the way that they're playing oh. that, you know, they're just it, it, could, it could change like that. And that's exactly what happened against Columbus. Exactly what happened. The team doesn't believe in their
0: self right now. The fans don't even believe in the team. No lead is safe. Um, when you're down, it's it if they come back, you're not confident that they can get that lead. If they go to overtime, forget about it. <laughs> I mean, we've had a shootout win, but Kale McCarr had to win that one, and he yeah. does he's he's never had to be in that position before. Um, this team doesn't believe in their self. It's weird, like there's other than the Chicago game that was like very dominant. That wasn't a wire to wire domination. They got out, they got their goals and that was about it. Um, there hasn't been a wire to wire domination where they get out, they score their goals and they, there's no like quote unquote, like it's a hot term when it comes to like sports media is like, this is their brand. This is what they do. This is like quote unquote avalanche style hockey. There is no Avalanche style hockey. There is no Avalanche style right now. They're out of sorts. Like for I... Burkowski to be hurt and come back better than he's ever been all year was surprising. And yeah. it was you thought this is this is what we need, but that shines because you're getting nothing from the top line. Um defense looks lost a lot. Um it's just so weird to watch this avalanche team compared to last year.
1: I, I mean, anytime they get a clean zone entry, you're celebrating. Yeah. Like that's, that's not what you're supposed to, that I'm sorry, Arizona fans, but that's what Arizona should be mm-hmm. celebrating. You know what I mean? Like it, it is a struggle for them to do anything. And you know, when you're, when, and I, and I, I'm a fan of Jared Bednar. I'm not calling for his head. He's going to be there for the duration of the season, unless the team completely falls flat. But other teams are on to the Avalanche game. They know exactly what they're going to do, when they're going to do it. They're not changing anything up. I joked on Twitter that they, they uh, you know, they didn't do a drop back pass on the power play. They did a double drop back pass. It's like, whoa, yeah. slow yeah. down! But you, it, it's they're not changing the game up enough. They don't have to completely change everything. But is when you give another team a different wrinkle or two, that sits in their mind and is like, okay, now we don't know. You could go back to the other stuff all you want, but you're not giving them any new looks at all. They are dumping and chasing, which is not the Avalanche game. They can't get a clean zone entry. It, the The shots that they're getting at, they're not even high danger shots. I I, I got I had money puck up. I think they had. Uh, they had 34 low-danger shots, which your low-danger shots, are always going to be highest, six medium-danger and six high-danger. Not like, you know, for an avalanche team that is a a, a scoring team, you're expecting that to be, you know, your, your medium and high-danger shots to be a, a lot higher, a yeah. lot higher. And they're not. There's no shot that they're taking that, you know, how many, how many shots on goal do they have? They had 36? Six, yeah. Honestly, how many were like? Did he? Did did he have to like really stretch for? Make this incredible save. It didn't happen. They're not chances. They're just going through them, and just expecting their their talent to just take over. And something else that's really concerned me that
0: started tonight, and it's and so like off air something me and you have talked about. We have landed on both sides of the Bowen-Byram hit from the Minnesota game. Yeah. Tonight, something about when they take hits after the whistle or even like in the offensive zone, they're acting like they got shot with a potato cannon, trying to draw a whistle. I've seen that three or four (laughs) times tonight. I'm like, what are you guys trying to do? Get on the power play because that's your strong Because that's working. (laughs) Like... I have never seen the avalanche try so hard to get whistles. And that's something that.
1: Hmm. Okay. I'll have to pay attention to that more.
0: Yeah. Go, go back and watch this game again. I know Miko did it. Like he did one where he basically did a figure skating move, like a corkscrew. Yeah.
1: That it did. I was, I was wondering if there's going to get an embellishment on that because I I mean, he did get, uh, I don't know if it was hooking or holding or whatever they called. Like it was a penalty. But he and, really sold it.
0: And then it was right before the end of the first period going into the second period that he got kind of like pushed in the back. And he went. Yeah, he just he just kept going. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> and like Gabe didn't even believe in it to go take up for him. He, he didn't just went fight for that much. Yeah. He went over there and just kind of bumped him Was like, hey, hey, hey. And then like uh, this is a new thing the Avalanche are trying that I just don't understand why. Hmm. I, is it they don't hmm. believe in their five on five that much that they need that extra confidence of a power play which isn't doing anything at all like i'll, have
1: to, I'll have to watch that more i'm not that it, maybe because that's just really not the avalanche style to just you know overly sell things but ever since
0: to. we've been talking about that bone and byram hit it's been extremely apparent and that's and tonight it was glaring and i'll and I don't. This is very concerning, very, very concerning with the avalanche.
1: Something to watch, I guess. I'll take a look. Um, all right, let's hear from Built Bar, and we'll keep going with this. Uh, so, Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market, and with Thanksgiving, it's right around the corner. Uh, Kyle, I think you you put a nasty spread up for uh, Thanksgiving, right? I yeah, man. Yes, yes, I yeah. do. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, and and what is the best thing about Thanksgiving? The desserts. Yeah. Turkey's good. Stuffing's good. Taters are good. But you're waiting for the desserts. And most desserts, including the pies, have upwards of 300 calories per slice. That is on the low end. And most built Bars are only 130 calories with 4 grams of sugar and plenty of protein. So replace that coconut cream pie or the pumpkin pie or the apple pie with some built Bars. They're low-calorie, low-carb, low-fat, high-protein, and it's a great option for when you're hungry. If Thanksgiving isn't coming soon enough, go for a built Bar or two. And you can go over to builtbar.com right now, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you get 15% off of your order. Once again, the promo code is LOCKED15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. So we were <clears throat> so excited that the the big three was back together again. Uh, you know, yeah, you got Miko Rantanen back. You got Devon Taves playing his first game of the season, and you got Andre Burkowski back. Burkowski, two goals. Um, yeah, two goals. Mm-hmm. And Taves, I mean, I, I think he was fine. I don't, I don't you know. He, he was back on that second unit power play, which him and Gerard Had always done well on that second second unit power play. It might take them a couple of games to start meshing again in that regard. But I thought he he played fine. Um, but the top line, nothing. No points for any of them. A minus four total between the three of them. And I'm not saying they didn't play well. I thought they, you know, they, they they were they were their normal cells when, when you say like they're, they're mixing it up, they're trying to create offense, but in, you know, Nathan McKinnon in particular, I thought he had a a very poor game for Nathan Mm -hmm. McKinnon. And he is uh, what we were kind of talking about in the first segment was, you know, struggling to, to have clean zone entries. And he just, you know, it, it frustrates me even more when I watch Connor McDavid, that, that, Clip that is pasted all over NHL social media, and he can weave in and out of every single player on the New York Rangers, and Nathan McKinnon is struggling to get by one defender. And every member of that top line had terrible, terrible
0: time tonight holding on to the puck. I've never seen like a move, and it just that puck just skirt away on so many times tonight. Like it was it was bad, and you could see it affecting them. You could see Nathan McKinnon just. Like cussing himself coming off a face-off dot. Um, yeah. and it's almost one,
1: one of th- he had one good play where he was kind of on his natural, like I know he's a center, but he, he likes playing on that left wing a lot. And he made a couple nice moves and and took a shot. And I don't know if it went off the post or it, it grazed off the blocker, but that was his one true good look. And other than that. It's like he turned it over so many times or they were able to just, you know, uh, poke it away from him. And I don't know what's like, I feel like that's been happening to him a lot lately. It's like he struggles to keep. And I've said this so many times before. It's like, he's going too fast. He Mm -hmm. is a fast player. He's built that way. I get it, but it's almost like he's not in control of himself and he's not in control of the puck. And it's not that difficult for a, a defender to knock it away. I don't know. I, I, I mean, maybe it was just a bad game for him. I think that's all I'm going to chalk it up to. Um, and if anybody, you know, is going to be hard on himself, it's going to be him and can turn it around. But even when he had the puck and even when he's, you know, even from the defensive zone and he's got a full head of steam, I you don't have those moments lately with him where you're like holding on to your seat, like here he comes. Yeah. yeah. Because it gets knocked away from him lately. And
0: you don't, you see a lot of that same, um, the lack of speed and confidence in Sam Girard as well. You don't see the spin. You don't see him going back behind yeah. the net, and driving back to the blue line, looking for something clean, going back and recycling. He hasn't done that at all all year. And I don't know if maybe the practice and training camp, like, Having the lines altered, everybody's still trying to get cohesion going, but it's weird mm-hmm. when that top line is not having a good game and not believing in theirself. How easily it trickles down to lines two through four, and how the defense is always having to play catch up from just sloppy play
1: from all four lines. Yeah, I don't know. To, like Sammy had a he had an assist tonight, which obviously okay, he got on the on the board. But yeah, overall, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what's what's going on with him. He's not standing out like yeah. he. I mean, I mean, halfway through last season, uh, you know, people were looking at him as <laughs> you know a, a Norris winner, not yeah. not a not a candidate uh, at the top of it. And that was when Makar was out for a while, mm-hmm. and you know you needed someone to step up. That was him. So I don't know. I don't know if he feels like he's taking a little bit of hit because Bowen Byron is kind of stealing a little bit of his thunder. I would hope not. You know, that's your teammate. You should, you should, you know, want to play up to his level. Um, But he just, he just seems to have, like, lost a step right now. And I don't know what it is. Maybe it's one of those things where he's playing through some injury that we don't know about. But you would have to think, like, if that's the case, why aren't the Avalanche sitting him for now?
0: Yeah. And we're, we're lacking an impact player right now. Like, if I told you right now, Devin Taze had 21 minutes, it didn't feel like it. Did not. It felt like he disappeared no. after the first period. Yeah. And we're lacking a player to put it on their shoulders and make an impact and somebody to play through. Like a nuke to get hot. How that happened a lot last year. Like a Berkey to have a good game. JT or Josty. Like have them pop off for a little bit and ride that hot hand. Nobody's nobody's rising to the occasion. And it's it's yeah. weird. Like everybody's kind of standing back waiting for somebody to step up. Yeah, and nobody's taking that right now.
1: <laughs> That's true. Jo- Jost is is struggling. He's trying. He's working his butt off. He's trying. Mm-hmm. But this is Tyson Jost. Like he goes yeah. through these spurts where he 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 just can't get on the on the stat sheet, which would be, you know, that that is what it is, but you know, he he you can see the effort from him is there. The effort from O'Connor is always there. Uh, you know, I, I thought the second line had a good line, not just because Berkovsky scored two goals. I th- I thought they had a good night. They probably had the best night overall. Uh, but you know, you need you, you you need all four of your lines to do it. And I know that's you know, that that just sounds like pretty basic. Yeah. But that's what this team needs right now. This team just needs to go out and play one shift at a time. And they can't look at the big picture. And they can't look at how are we going to, you know, how are we gonna get to, to four goals? Get one right now. Yeah. You know what I mean, and and do do it one shift at a time. And I think they're just they're struggling. I don't know how much they're struggling with. I I don't I do you want to use use the term like fame of, yeah. of being like the favorite. Yeah, is the pressure getting to them? Is it too much of of a thing? And you know, this is like really their first
0: experience with like getting back on the road and traveling to full arenas again. Yeah, and when I was watching this game, I was sitting there just kind of waiting i was hoping the crowd did not get in mckinnon's ear and started like chanting overrated or like starting (laughs) No, like i just i was waiting i was like oh please don't start chirping him because it's been so long and with you could just visibly see how frustrated this team is right now right if fans started chanting that right now that could be the straw to break the cables back and he would just lose it. And I was, yeah, it was late in that second, early third that I was like, if these fans turn on this avalanche team and start feeling confident, I was like, we're
1: done. Yeah. I don't think Columbus would, would be the place to do that. I think, you know, Minnesota or even like Vegas would be dumb enough to do something like that. But
0: well, their team is performing a a lot better than expected. So that mm. really inflates confidence of the fans. Like you're beating the the giant of the avalanche. Like why not get cocky? I mean, mm. this is twice you've come back from like you've taken the lead and blown them out of the building. Yeah. So you start to feel good about yourself. And eventually the avalanche are going to run into one of those rowdy barns. And they're not only going to have to <laughs> deal with a rowdy team, but the rowdy fans. And yep. we haven't done that in a while.
1: You said, um, yeah, Devontae's twenty-one minute of uh, time on ice didn't seem like it. He also led the team in shifts played, which m- most of the time, like your top guys, are going to be in like the twenty-three to twenty-five shifts a game. He had thirty. God, he had thirty shifts, which is high. Which I, I didn't notice it. I didn't, didn't notice either. it, and th- and that's not a knock on him. It's just I know this is his first game back, and he's. You know, getting back into the swing of things, 21 minutes, 30 shifts is a lot for your first game back. Um, but when you're on the ice that much, you would think you'd have much more of an impact. Um, and, you now, expected goals is a point four two. Okay, that's not bad for defense. Uh, nothing stands out for him today. I'm just flying through. Let me see what his, like, course he was and everything. Um Fifty three for a Corsi and a fifty seven for Fenwick. That's okay. I mean, that's not bad. I mean, you want to be around fifty percent, but man, it it was it was under the radar if I've ever exactly. seen it. Wow, yeah. and that's <laughs> it, that's very concerning. Very concerning. Yeah. yeah. All right, betonline.ag. We're back in better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season. More prop bets, more odds, more lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Did your uh, did your Auburn win today? Auburn,
0: they... uh, Auburn got blown out of the building, but my Braves are World
1: Series champions. Yes, you are a Braves fan. You are, you are a Braves fan. Good, good job there, man. Uh, I think everybody in the United States was rooting for them except for the state of Texas. (laughs) Um, So head to our new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code locked on to receive your bonus from basketball, football, the NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. And it's where the game begins at betonline.ag. All right. So yeah. The and I and I did the show earlier in the week about the Av's November. They don't mm-hmm. play a lot of games in November. So number one, it's going to be tough to make up ground based on that fact alone. And you only play two division games, which are the last two games of the month. Uh, i don't have it in front of me but i think it's uh i think one of them is minnesota i don't know I don't, maybe maybe it's st louis
0: <laughs> yeah we have vegas but, next i mean vancouver next and we have uh san jose after that and before this two-game series with columbus you felt pretty good about that but yeah no, you don't
1: no and it was good to to when you're looking at it you're like all right we're, we're kind of trending in the right they're starting to play a little bit better um It might be good to not play so many games in November. So you can like have a lot of your injured players come back, which is already happening. But you know, the, the American Thanksgiving deadline for the NHL is a very real thing. Mm -hmm. And if you're not familiar with it for whatever reason, like the, the percentage of teams that are in a playoff spot at the time of American Thanksgiving it's something like seventy three percent of those teams make the playoffs, even though though there is like <laughs> sixty games left. Plus, the vast majority of the teams that are holding a playoff spot by Thanksgiving make the playoffs at the end of the season. It's a crazy stat, and you would think that you know it, that wouldn't hold up year after year, but it does. Mm-hmm. So the Avalanche are are fast approaching that. And they don't have a lot of games to make ground before Thanksgiving. Um, and again, I am not slamming the panic button, but I am slamming the frustration button. Mm-hmm. And maybe this team needs to go through this stuff. You know what I mean? And Miko Rantanen ha- had some good, had a good quote. Let me see if I can bring it up quickly. Um, after the game. Um, and, and he's not happy. Nobody's happy. Um, but you know, maybe this team needs to go through this to, to really understand that you got to play. You got to play a full 60 minutes. Um, Miko Rantanen, um, if you want to win in the playoffs and if you even want to get to the playoffs, this is not how you play hockey is how Miko Rantanen said, um, this, the, the third period was probably one of the worst periods we've ever played. um, it, in the third, it felt like we didn't have our legs on either side of the ice. It's really a disappointing loss. Sometimes it looks like we're kind of just effortless, is what Miko Ranton had said. Like he, he had some really good sound bites in the post uh, the, the post game.
0: And you know, this season, I've heard a lot of very honest, raw comments like what Miko have made that they say to the press out in the ether, Who are they talking to? Yeah. Who are they talking to? Who are they trying who are they trying to relay this message to? Like this is something that is this very common in the locker room like hey guys we need to get together. Why are they going to the taboo area in hockey media? You don't talk to hockey media and let people in like if it's a dumpster fire you say we'll get it together next game. You give your canned answer. Yeah. Why is it this year? Are we so free with calling our own team out? Are they not listening in the locker room? And are we taking this to the media?
1: Uh, I don't. I mean, you never know. And, and I fully, you know, I, I think I don't know if Mika would be calling anybody out specifically that he's not including himself in that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm fine with him saying stuff like that. And I, and I, and I do think, you know, I don't think, feel like he, he's not a bad teammate or anything like that. I think that is, that's just raw emotion. Right. That is frustration running over. I think, yeah, I think he's calling his teammates out, but if I, you know, he, he would definitely be lumping himself in, in with that, but you're right. It, when he's saying those comments, is he saying it with himself in mind or is he got a, a specific teammate? Uh, that he feels is—I mean, Curtis McDermott didn't play tonight, so we can't throw this one on him. <laughs> if we're you playing, guess who? I
0: mean? Flip that one down. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I don't know. Uh, Jared Bednar and Darcy Kemper. I thought he was outstanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was overworked. Yeah, I mean, what forty-two shots on goal? Yep, forty-two shots on goal for him for for the Blue Jackets. Um, it's. Again, it's something that I feel <clears throat> that they can turn around. Um, but I, 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 I'm trying to look at this from like a, a positive point of view. And you're going to have some lulls in the season no matter what. And if the if the Avs started out like, you know, Carolina or, or Florida, maybe this style of play would have come, you know, would have crept up in January or there's no February of this year or, or March. Cause they're like, yeah, we got, you know, we were the favorites going in. We're, we're, you know, flying through everybody. Nobody can stop us. And then maybe they just take the foot off the gas a little bit, maybe to do it. At the beginning of the season is, is the only good thing that can come out of this. Because when you have people like Nico ranted and saying like the efforts, not there, um, don't, maybe it's this Kyle, He's not going to say that to Nathan McKinnon's face. I'm not saying Nathan McKinnon didn't have effort tonight. Yeah, Nathan Nathan McKinnon's effort is always there. Uh he's not that that's the only way he can he can say it to Nathan McKinnon. Because uh Miko R- Ranton might have a broken nose if he says it to, to, you know. He wouldn't say it to Nathan McKinnon's face, but in the locker room, uh McKinnon would just be like, Yeah, I don't want to hear that crap, dude. Because yeah. you better not be talking. So maybe he does it through the media. So it, you know. That's I I, and... I
0: I I'm totally on that, and that's why I was saying all that. It's something to watch, like the same thing with our embellishment on the calls things to watch going forward. And, like, to, uh, those comments maybe they are trying to fire Nathan McKinnon up because Gabe's the captain, but Nate's the leader when he's hot, mm. the team's hot. Yeah, and like to spin it positive, like the last couple seasons when we made it to the playoffs and we made our push we've had a pretty good start to the season and we just kept going
1: yeah. and
0: it, and it kind of run out of gas at the end maybe with us figuring it out now and having that kind of game 82 mentality like we had a couple of years ago and like yeah. really push for the playoffs and earn it maybe that will push us past this second round is having this fire and figuring <laughs> it out now instead of right. in the playoffs Maybe we can look at it that way, but the th- I would feel a lot better about this. If there were some positives we can hang our hat on and it's, it's slowly getting worse. And I would like to see something we could start building on going forward. And maybe we can in these games against Vancouver and San Jose. Yeah.
1: Um, and then one last quote from Nico again, we just have to look in the mirror. Oh, here's one. We just have to look in the mirror and defensively not give up so much. It's, it's just effort. Uh, sometimes it seems like we're kind of effortless. I don't know. Maybe it's just mental. I don't think it's physical. Uh, that's two games in a row we lose after having a lead in the third period. This is not how you play hockey. Time to look in the mirror here. So time to look in the mirror is, you know, you're looking, you know, he's calling himself out there. But when you say defensively, not give up so much. And he's right. I mean, I I, 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 this is the thing Th- this is the thing. Like <clears throat> who cares if your feelings are hurt, mm-hmm. <laughs> go play. He's right. You can't yep. sit there and argue with him. Like, why would you say that, man? Why, why would, you know, that that's just the wrong thing to say. No, it's not. S- people need to get called out here. Yeah. And, 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 and maybe that is look at what the, uh, you know, they did with, with Alex Newhook. Yep. You know what I mean? Like they, they were, they were, he was not performing up to the level Jared Bednar let it be known through the media that it, he was not playing to that level, and he and he's now in the AHL and doing very well down there. We expect him to come back up. I don't know. And as I'm saying that, is that something that needs to happen? Bring bring him, not him up specifically. I don't know. Is it you? You bring up guys and you you try some new things, or do you just you know grind through with these guys that you have here? Uh, I don't know. I don't I don't know the answer. I, I generally don't know the answer, but I think one thing that does have to change, the abs have to start giving some different looks. Yeah. And 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 if that's changing up that top line just for a, a period, he's done it before. Mm-hmm. He was going to do it the yeah. other day. From what I understand, I think uh, Gabe Landeskog was going down to the second line, and then, like, Miko got hurt. Yeah, it was Uh, early in practice that morning. It was scratch. Yeah, Yeah. it was going to happen. So do that and just do it for a period. And then second period, put them back on top line. It just gives the other team. Right now, every team is coming in here with the scouting report on the abs, and they follow that scouting report to a T. Yeah. It's pretty easy to beat a team when, when they're doing that.
0: I'm telling you, if I was Jared Bednar, if this was fantasy camp, I would take that top line. Take them to the locker room. Say, Nate, pick your – who do you want on your wings? Say, Gabe, who do you want with you? Miko, who do you want with you? And the fourth line oh. is everybody else. And split them. Just drop them One, down. One, two, and
1: three. Wow. One, okay. two, and
0: three, and go. If you guys... Yeah, because they'd
1: still be playing together on the power play. You still put them together that... on the top of the power play.
0: Exactly. And, like, performances like tonight, zero points out of that top line. So mm-hmm. I'm not messing anything up here. If you guys want to go play with your buds <laughs> – Nate, line one, Gabe, line two, Miko, line three. (laughs) Have fun.
1: See what I mean? Like that, that would make a team think and it might work for like half the period. And that's all I'm asking for right now is because nothing is working right now. So, and, and here, and the other crappy thing is like you said, now you have four days to stew on this. Yep. Now you don't play for four days. So, uh, yeah, it, it, the, the frustration level has been pretty high. For most of the season, and and right when I thought it was like this is Avalanche hockey, the two games that they played against the division teams, you're like, all right, this is good. Like not we we we've shed that early season rust, and now we're gonna. They they looked really good, so it's there. You know that they can yeah. do it, but what just what what happened? I, I think what Mikael Rantanen said is, is is hits the nail on the head. Mm-hmm. It it is it is effort. And it is just getting lax at times. The other team is trying to win too. I hate to tell you that. So you have to play until it reads triple zeros nonstop. Okay. Deep breaths. Um, And yeah, one shift at a time. So
0: is this where we started oh, yeah. talking? St. Louis was terrible and they made it all the way to the cup.
1: Yeah, it- oh god, no, come on. <laughs> they were terrible in January.
0: It yeah. could be done.
1: Yeah. Uh All right, everybody. <laughs> uh That's going to be it. So let let me know like how, how you feeling out there in Avalanche land. I know there's some I get more emails when they're playing poorly and I get that. <laughs> so uh misery loves company that's yeah, why i'm here yeah send them in <laughs> send them in get it off your chest uh locked on avalanche at gmail.com but all right we have some stuff to talk about for next week and um yeah those those games can't come soon enough but mm-hmm. that will do it for today so thanks to everybody for tuning in making it your first listen of the day definitely check out mr shaggy von doom over in puckburg which is on hiatus till january, january. yeah uh but he is taking part in uh some other stuff you're with the Lamplighters right now right
0: that is correct we yeah. do our friday streams over on twitch and we have a podcast come out um
1: every week so all right check him out there all right man thanks for uh dropping by again a day late and uh Being being that pillow that I need to punch. (laughs) It's what I do. (laughs) All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you on Monday. Go, Abs, go!